Today's guest is Josh Marks, Managing Director of Sleep and Vice President of Business Development for Medical Service Company. Josh grew up in the HME industry and now he's Vice Chair of A Home Care's Board of Directors. Josh will talk about what he hopes to accomplish in his new role at the association, as well as the important role of medical service company, an independent provider in a rapidly consolidating HME industry. I'm Liz Bollier. And I'm Teresa Flaherty. And this is HME News in 10 from HME News. Stay with us. This episode of HME News in 10 is sponsored by the HME News VGM and Associates Financial Benchmarking Survey. The deadline for the 2021 Financial Benchmarking Survey is fast approaching. The survey closes on July 9th. All HME providers are encouraged to participate as the more submissions there are, the more accurate our picture of the industry will be. Those who complete the survey will get full access to the complete report at no charge plus a code for $50 off a virtual HME News Business Summit registration. Don't miss out. To complete the survey, visit www.hmenews.com forward slash benchmark. Thanks for being our guest on the HME News in 10 podcast, Josh. Thanks for having me. And congratulations on your new role as Vice Chair of A Home Care's Board of Directors. Thank you very much. Let's talk about that new role. Why do you want to be a part of the leadership at the association? Well, medical service company has always you know, valued association engagement and industry advocacy. So um, that's not new for us as a company. And we feel like we have a unique perspective on the industry being independent, being family owned uh, and involved for several generations. And when Tom and Bill asked me to join the team in this capacity, I was honored and, and humbled. And, you know, maybe also just as important, I'd like for people to get to know me so they stop calling me Joel. <laughs> was your dad indeed, he's been on the board of A Home Care, right, in the past? He, yeah, he was uh, the vice chair and then became chair as well. Josh, why is it important to be involved on an association level, whether it's a home care or a state and regional association? Yeah, I think there's a real power in numbers. Um, and, you know, kind of the old phrase, the squeakiest wheel gets the oil. Uh, the industry is full of committed and caring and passionate people. So, you know, if you look at advocacy work with a sports perspective or a sports analogy, you're only as good as the team that you put on the field. So we need the best and the brightest to help advocate. But, you know, the interesting thing about advocacy is in this sport, you can put as many people on the field as you can get. So, you know, for us to win, we, we really need to pack the field. And, and that's where the power in numbers comes in. What do you hope to accomplish, Josh? I almost said Joel. <laughs> what do you hope to accomplish as vice chair of the association? I, I really willed that into uh, reality there. So <laughs> you did. I've been called worse for a letter words, so that that's fine. Um, you know, I think going back to that power in numbers, one of the things that that I hope to help Tom and Bill with is to add the numbers on the field. Um, again, there's there's a lot of really powerful and bright people across the country that understand the impact that we do. Uh, and we want 
their voice to carry an aggregate of weight that we haven't been able to, to carry before at the level of Washington, at the state level, and all throughout, you know, the, the more people that are talking about what we do and why it's so important and how we're impacted by regulations and changes, uh, the better chance we have of seeing meaningful change. In the announcement on your new role at A Home Care, you said the HME industry is the backbone of home-based disease management and care coordination. Why did you say that or why do you believe that? Well, I think, you know, there's two things that we really do uh, every day. And one is we get patients out of the hospital and then we keep patients out of the hospital. So my, my feelings are, you know, from a care coordination standpoint, that's the get them home portion of what we do. And, you know, we work with care managers and patients and caregivers and uh, other health system stakeholders to make sure that when a patient's discharged, they have everything that they need. They have the education necessary to use the therapy that they've been prescribed. And, and so it's a, a shot clock game. We have to get them home quickly, and, and that's a care coordination component. And then the other part is the keep them home, which is that home-based disease management and really working with those patients to understand how their therapy impacts their disease, what other things could negatively impact their conditions to create an exacerbation or some you know unplanned change that could create a tax or cost on the health system and ultimately have them fall back into the emergency department or the hospital uh, so so much of that is that disease management in the home to keep them there gosh how has the industry uh, evolved to get to this place well, I think um, there's a lot of evolution that we've seen and, and a lot more that's required. I, I think the fact that we're recognized as DMEs, but we call ourselves HMEs is a, a great starting point that you know most of the healthcare continuum just sees us as people that take product from our warehouse and we put it into somebody's home. And you know, again, we are really driving chronic disease management. That's that's what we do. We just happen to use the DME benefit as a source of primary funding. So, I mean, that is when we have a lot of conversations with health systems and with payers and we explain what we do, they say, well, what, what is that? And how is that actually funded? And then I have to tell them, well, we get paid this borderline inappropriate fee schedule amount to do all the other things that we do besides just buy product and transport it. But I think for further evolution, is where we really need to work collaboratively for alternate payment models that do recognize that global care management that we offer. Again, getting back to that care coordination, uh, there's a lot that we do to get them out and then to keep them out. Do you think the pandemic will give a boost to uh, efforts for some of this change? I think that when I am asked in a public setting what I do and I explain to them that I work with ventilators and oxygen, there's a little bit more of a societal understanding of what that is and how important it is, uh, but it still takes that power in numbers to advocate for why price restructuring and reimbursement change has to happen to make sure that we're relevant and that there are an appropriate amount of providers in the network to deliver the appropriate care at the right time. 
Switching gears a little bit, Josh, we recently published a story about medical service company and its M&A strategy. Why has the company prioritized growth through acquisition? Well, we love what we do, and our team has a lot to offer. It has a lot to offer to patients, to payers, to health systems, to our communities, to our employees and their families. So expanding through acquisition allows us to offer everything that the MSC family has. And it's also extremely difficult to operate in our industry without growing. You need that scale, and it's a sexy term, but you know the scale makes it easier to invest in technology. It makes it easier to recruit and retain the best people, offer challenging and meaningful work, and present new interesting projects. So acquisitions can help with all of that. We hear a lot about, uh, you know, these ginormous deals, uh, the nationals uh, merging, rolling up smaller companies. But why is it important for a smaller company like medical service company to be active in M&A? Well, I think it's important for us for, you know, the reasons that I mentioned. But I think small and medium-sized businesses are really what drive the national economy. And I think when you're involved in acquisitions, it opens you up to diverse people with different ideas. And that alone makes it worth considering, but it also has to align with your corporate strategy. As we've talked about, Josh, you grew up in the HME industry um, with your dad, Joel, who's still the chairman of medical service company. What has that been like? Did you always know you'd join the company? I know you've, you know, you went to business college and business school and tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, good questions that I, that I sometimes get. I'll, I'll take the easier question first. So did I always know that I'd join the company? I grew up in our old warehouse putting commodes together and shipping out diapers. So did I always dream of doing those things as an adult? The answer is no. But just like the evolution that we talked about earlier, my own perception of what we do has evolved too. And I love working alongside our 400 team members and supporting each other and the communities that we serve. Um, So, you know, what we do really matters. And and that's what makes it so special and, and fun to be a part of. For as far as my dad, you know, I admire his vision and his leadership and the company that he built, uh, taking it over in his 20s after my grandfather got sick. And he is definitely the the sharpest guy that I've ever met, as long as I'm not asking him to update his virtual background on Teams. Uh, But most of all, he's a great dad. I agree. I agree. Well, thanks again for being a guest, Josh, and uh, stay safe. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. And that's HME News in 10.